Okay, it is 194 days of lockdown, and you know what that means. You're gonna die soon, you're gonna die soon, it's not cold in here. You're just dying. You're gonna die soon, you're gonna die soon, you in the back. You, you are dying soon. You're gonna die soon, you're gonna die soon. We're all gonna die, but not as soon as you guys. I apologize if you're watching the live broadcast because I had to make a choice before the show. I, I had to choose between bathing my dog or bathing myself, and I decided I'm going to bathe myself after the show. I'm going to wash my hair. I'm going to be really pretty after I have an audience, but not for my audience. That's Reagan Fox logic, everybody. Okay, so, um, oh, I didn't pull up this clip. There's always something I forget but let's see if i can find it because i'm bringing segments back to the show i figured out how to do segments obviously i'm still working out some of the um more difficult stuff some of the stuff that i just forget to do and uh so the first segment we're gonna do here's how we're gonna get we're gonna do a little preview like when i teach public speaking and i say to my students okay you have to give them a road map let your audience know where they're about to go on this journey. So first, we're going to do some talking about me reflecting on my life, shooting the shit with you, just about my personal life, autobiographical stuff. Then we're going to do Yahoo News. And then we are going to do Craigslist Misconnections. And then we're going to do some um, cleaning, some house cleaning. That's what they say in faculty meetings. Okay, now we have some house cleaning that we have to do. So we're going to start off, um, and the first segment is called Fox of Life. Okay? There's a hoe you got to know for bottom knowledge, and a show is called The Fox of Life. The Fox of Life. When you care about pop culture and pubic hairy horticulture, Fox of Life. The Fox of Life. When the tops never seem to be pounding your brown eye boy meat And suddenly you're flaming out Reagan Fox's top bun of chew Ooh. Ooh. It takes Fox to suck dick right to blow a cock without a bite This Hilton can't suck dick like this I'm the queen pop culture bitch Learning the Fox of life yeah. Now, I, another thing I had to apologize for is okay. Shut up, Lily Allen. We already heard from you. Is that my computer? Sometimes when I do the show, it's not as bad as other times with like it being choppy. And I, so I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't have that many things open. I just maybe it's because I played Hearthstone right before the game. I don't know. But today is a particularly choppy day. I wish I could before. I mean, I suppose I could afford a brand new computer, but we've already gone through this. You know what? You're not my therapist. So I'm just going to move on. You're just going to have to deal with it. I apologize. I'll try to figure it out. No, I won't. Okay. So, as I said, Fox of Life is just when I shoot the shit and tell you about my life. I have to tell you because you know I've been nooming since, I think, July, maybe June. And I weighed in this morning at 155.6 pounds. That's me masturbating, if 
you can't watch it on the real show. That's, uh, oh gosh, oh yeah. My goal weight is 73 pounds. I want you to see every bone in my body. I want you to see all of the the gristle that holds the bones together at the joint. I want to be, I want people to look at me and say, you look gristly. And I'll say, thank you. Just kidding. My goal weight is actually 155. So I'm very, very close to it. And I got on the phone with my mom. I haven't talked to her in weeks. And she's at this place too. It's like we have a very passive aggressive, but productive relationship. And so what I mean by that is that my mom will not call me anymore. I think she she clearly talked to her therapist and the therapist was like, you know what, you just need to let go. And when your sons want to call you, let them call you. But you invest too much energy on whether or not they pick up the phone. And so clearly she's worked through this with her therapist, which I think is fantastic. And so I haven't talked to her in a few weeks, but when I do talk to her, I really enjoy it. And I told her, I said, mom, I've only drank one time since lockdown started. And as I said at the beginning of the show, we're 194 days into lockdown. And, uh, but when I hit my goal weight of 155, which I'm now 0.4 pounds away from, I'm going to treat myself with a martini. And the idea is that for these months of hard work, of losing weight and doing a nutritional makeover, I will be rewarding myself. But my mother is like, you know, (laughs) most parents would get it, right? Not my mom, who drinks every day and hides her cocktails in the microwave because she knows it's like the one place where my stepfather will not look. My mother is very Sue Ellen Ewing. And so my mom said, it just doesn't compute with her. She doesn't understand, like, when we go out to dinner and I don't get a cocktail and I just drink water or tea, she's like... I don't, I don't get it. I, what? She, she just doesn't understand. It does not compute. Right. And so my mom said, well, Reg, you know, a martini doesn't have that many calories. And I go, yeah, I know mom. And and so it'll be great when I, when I hit my goal weight, I'll, I'll have one and I won't even have to feel that guilty about it. She goes, well, if it doesn't have that many calories, why don't you just, why don't you just have one? tonight. And I I just felt very much like the Strangers with Candy episode where the mother's an alcoholic. Maybe I am, but I have a damn good reason. Yeah, why don't you tell Craig your damn good reason? I drink to kill the pain. Please. Every day I see you come home from your rehearsal. You have all of your dreams yet to be dreamt. Look at me. I'm a size eight. Peter Pan is gone. Oh. <laughs> I'm never gonna get a chance to give the tin man his heart. The tin man. <laughs> Bravo, Mrs. Blake. Bravo. Oh, come on. You're not buying into this crap, are you? Yes. Because, you see, sometimes when life becomes too painful, it's better to just be a drunk. Drink. That's my favorite part. Drink? I'd love one. I would love one. 
speaking of drinks, I, I, I don't like to get too serious on this show. Sorry, I had to put on some of my Burt's Bees hand salve because I'm constantly washing my hands. There's nothing like having OCD during a global pandemic, I'll tell you. It's just heaven every day. I just wash my hands in battery acid and, and then use snake venom for lotion. Oh my, I get real irritated in the cracks. Okay, so uh, speaking of bars, and, and this isn't good news, one of the things that I've been very worried about is, because I'm, I'm invested in bar culture. I like bar culture. I know it's not everybody's bag of tea. I guess you should say cup of tea. People really don't buy bags of tea. What is this, like the colonial period? But I love them. I go to, I tip, when we're not in a pandemic, I go to a bar at least once a week. No more than twice, but at least once a week. And I have queer social bonding. It's like my one opportunity. And I live in West Hollywood, right, where almost everybody is queer. But this is, I just feel safe. I just feel safe. And, and the possibility of meeting somebody. And so at any rate, uh, the, the rents in West Hollywood are just insane. They're crazy. So... I just found out a couple of days ago that now the fourth bar in West Hollywood is closing down. The first couple were Flaming Saddles, which was owned by a straight couple who live in New York. So truth be told, I'm not upset to see them go. They're the bachelorette party gay bar in West Hollywood. So just go. Bye. Bye. Then another one, the second one to close was Jim Bar. And... Uh, that is, uh, it's not really a bar that I went to, but it catered to a specific community, like all of the gays who play sports, you know, like gay sports, not real sports, like dodgeball and kickball, and they get really insanely competitive, like they're MMA fighters whenever they play these games. And, and I know I'm a recovering kickball varsity gay league player. And then the third bar to close is Rage. And rage really filled a hole in the community, which is kind of a funny uh, way <laughs> of describing it when you're talking about the gay community. But what I mean by that is rage is very popular among the Latinx crowd and also the Asian uh, crowd. And so that to me is really sad when a bar, because there's a lot of racism in the gay community. So when you have a bar that caters to people who may feel, who not may, who certainly feel the racism um, in, in West Hollywood's gay community to take away a bar that caters to them is just really unfortunate. And then the fourth bar, this one is the one that is really is the most upsetting to me at this point, is a bar called the Gold Coast. And the Gold Coast caters to older gay men. And there aren't that many bars that go for that target in West Hollywood. And they have an event called the Red Dress Party every year. And this party started in the 1980s because two bartenders who worked there were HIV positive and they joked with one another that one of, if one of them died from AIDS related complications, then the other would show up at the funeral wearing a red dress. So when, after one of them died, the surviving one started the red dress party and the proceeds of that party go to benefit AIDS 
um, charities and organizations and stuff like that. So this is just like, this is an institution. It's right on the same block as Circus of Books, which is the focus of that Netflix documentary. And it's just a big, um, it's a big blow. God, listen to all these like gay innuendo. It really fills a hole in the gay community. This is a big blow. It's, it's, uh, it's sad though. It's sad though. So what else is going on in my life? During the pandemic, I'm very into Facebook Live, which is probably one of the reasons why I've been inspired to do my live shows, because I watched this woman who I've talked about briefly in previous episodes called Shanae Wynese Gross, and I love her so much. Her show is called The Oh So True Show. She blocked me because I asked her questions, or and she doesn't like it when people ask her questions because then you're hating on her and I really wasn't coming from a hateful place I like you know like just like genuinely asked her a question and she just blocked 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 but uh Shanae Wynese Cross she is a jack or a jill of all trades she is quote-unquote on tour right now she's touring Georgia that's what she calls it when she visits family in another state she's on tour what are you doing I'm on tour and something that you have to understand about Shanae Wynese Cross, and I say Wynese, but I've heard her pronounce it a couple of different ways. I've heard her say Wynese, and I've heard her say Owanise. Um, something that you have to understand about her is that she is a Renaissance woman. She's a college degree in psychology. Sorry, let me start over. She is a college degree in 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 psychology sales culinary arts it's constantly changing but she has a college degree in all those things presumably but she gave up all of that plus a millionaire lifestyle in california in order to follow her dream of being a singer model actress and when i say she is talented well, you're just going to hear a clip for yourself and you can judge for yourself. She has not disappointed on this last trip. Um, on the first night, she stayed with her cousin. They went out to a bar and they were drinking. And and Shanae called her cousin an alcoholic. And this is all on live, by the way. You get to see it unfold on real time. It's like the Big Brother live feed. But the entire world is Shanae's CBS soundstage. And so the sister or the cousin didn't like being called an alcoholic. So they got into a big fight and she left at like three o'clock in the morning and was going to motels and just hanging out in the lobby until six. It was just, I was riveted. I was on a Benadryl and I was still like, I was falling asleep and I'm like, no, I must stay up and watch Shanae Owanise cross. Okay. Well, last night she, she's now with her aunt and they went to a karaoke club. So she, she performed at the karaoke club. And I'm going to play a full two and a half minutes from this concert in her tour because her singing is that amazing. Okay. So here we're going to, we're going to, um, here we go. That's her. I love that she's doing a check one, two, one, two. There's nobody else in this karaoke bar. A karaoke witch. Hi. <laughs> so they're doing Brandy and Monica, That Boy Is Mine. Shanae insisted that she would do the Brandy parts. So I'll kind of give you an idea of who's who. Uh-huh. 
Sure. Dark child, dark child. You do know, but um, I just want to know if you know somebody's name. Oh, uh, yeah, you know I know his name. I, I definitely know his name. They're but doing banter. I love that. Banter oh, well. before oh, well. the song starts. So they haven't. <laughs> That's her aunt. Very talented. Here's Shanae. They're like the Partridge family. So much talent. The harmonizing is We're almost done, we're almost done. Just muscle through. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love her so much. I love that she is just completely unfazed that we are in the midst of a global pandemic. She has made the most unnecessary trips. And when I say trip, I mean, she has gone on at least 10 flights since February, since the pandemic started. And, and, and she's now in this karaoke bar singing without a mask. And by the way, like Fauci is like, okay, you don't want to be like in a space with people, especially indoors. If anybody's yelling or singing, like even like name check singing. And she, this is what she's doing. And she's like, what pandemic? What pandemic? I'm going to travel. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to sing karaoke. I just wish I could be her. I have questions if I wasn't, if I was not blocked, I think the first question I would ask her is... What's it like being blind? Is it like having your eyes closed or is it like being in a dark room and not being able to find the light switch? Yeah, it's hard to explain to someone who can see. Uh, oh. What's your favorite color? Jerry, can we just change the subject? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you close your eyes when you sleep? Please, Jerry. Okay, so that is all that I have for the Fox of Life right now. Let's see how far into the show are we. We are 32 damn minutes into the show, and now we are going to do some news, okay? 
I was reading Yahoo News the other day. What are the top five stories that I need to know this right now? This is a now. freaky dicky story <laughs> from the headlines. Crazy. 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 Crazy motherfuckers. Now, before I do the news, I do want to say in my Fox in the City group, I went and I asked people, I said, what segments do you want to see back? And, and they said that they wanted to see Yahoo News back. They wanted to see had the Craigslist misconnections back. And so that's why that's why I'm doing it. So, you know, this is a conversation that we're having, and that's why it's important for you to join that group. So you can tell me what you want to see, what you don't want to see, what bores you, what excites you, what titillates you, what sticks one finger right up that hole. And then uses the other hand to go really fast with the massage, like <laughs> like like the guy from Military Classified, okay, that that disgusting guy, Rob Navarro, I think is his name. If any of you watch gay porn and you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The guy who was like, why do you, why are you the one constant thing in all of your porn videos? And he just violently jerks off the guys. It's just, it, I watch it and I'm like, ow, stop it. Okay, so Yahoo News. So the furry first news story that I have from Yahoo is that Kyle Rittenhouse's mother and by the way, Kyle Rittenhouse, in case you're living under a rock, is the 17-year-old who'd killed two protesters in Kenosha. His mom received a standing ovation at a Republican event in Wisconsin. This woman who drove her son to kill people, both literally and metaphorically. She literally drove him to Kenosha with guns. And then her son killed people. So it's like, yes, yes, Wendy Rittenhouse, you are the mother of the year. You are fucking Carrie White's mom from the movie Carrie, okay, I'm going to drop you off at this protest, Kyle, and they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. So, first, there was intercourse. Then, there was sin. Say it! I'm going to drop you off at this protest, and you're going to kill all of them, Kyle. Kyle even kind of sounds like Carrie before, uh, but, but... And, and the thing that really gets me about this story is that it's just such a fucked up situation. And Republicans see this woman and act like they are like um, Kelly, like like they're like they're lesbians at a Kelly Clarkson concert. And Kyle Rittenhouse's mother is Kelly Clarkson. And they're like fucking jumping up and down like, oh, my God, you're a fucking hero. You're such a great mom. Way to go to put those big assault rifles into the hands of your 17-year-old kid and then drive him to go kill protesters who are protesting the fact that black people are being killed indiscriminately by white people. Way to prove them wrong. You're so great. You're so great. So I, I just don't understand. I don't understand the the choice. Choices. Remember Tatiana? Tati from RuPaul's Drag Race? She goes, choices choices i don't understand these choices of who to celebrate now another big story this week is that um in the wake of ruth bader ginsburg's passing is that uh, trump is set to appoint amy coney barrett to the supreme court let's pull her up let's just get pictures of her you know that's one of the benefits of doing a live show amy coney barrett professor Let's look at her. 
You know how some people have a punchable face? Like people always talk about how Tucker Carlson has such a punchable face, and he really does. Amy Coney Barrett has a very punchable name. I sound there's just something about that name that is very I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Hi, I'm Emma Coney Barrett. She sounds like the bitch, like the, I'm not calling her the B word. I'm saying like, you know, in a high school, there's always like a bitchy girl and her name is like Amy Coney Barrett, right? I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman and their pool boy from the Fountain Blue. I believe, hello, I'm Amy Coney Barrett, and I believe that churches are people, that gay people are not. And I also believe that Christian craft stores are people, but lesbians are not. And abortion is genocide, and abortion doctors eat babies. And I believe that the earth was created a hundred years ago, and dinosaur bones are the devil's way of tricking people. And I believe that science isn't science. I believe that the Bible is science. I'm, I'm Amy Coney Barrett, and I believe that gay men belong in women's jails. Why am I in a lady's jail? I am a man. Diet. <laughs> <laughs> My ass is hungry, baby. <laughs> Fox News, I had to go, I was digging deep. Anytime you hear me say Fox News reports means that I just couldn't find enough interesting stories because it turns my stomach to visit anything Fox News related. Fox News is reporting that Kamala Harris re- this is just, I'm sorry. It's just, actually, before I get there, I missed a joke. You know, I have this whole outline, and I'm supposed to do my jokes in a certain order. I did want to say, oh, yeah, sorry. Amy Coney Barrett, I have more to say about her. Amy Coney Barrett looks like a sadder version of Michelle Bachman. Look at this picture of her and tell me that is not a sadder version of Michelle Bachman. She looks like, <laughs> she just looks like the bizarro version of Michelle Bachman. And uh, can you imagine Amy Coney Barrett, like, listening to a case on the Supreme Court that involves a lesbian? Because I, I can only imagine her questions. So is it true that you guys are all vegetarians? <laughs> okay, so back to Kamala Harris. This is important. This is breaking news. So Kamala Harris, according to Fox News, recently was asked the question, who do you think the greatest living rapper is? Because of course, because a black woman is running for vice president, these are the types of hard hitting questions she's getting. You know that people aren't going up to fucking Donald Trump and being like, who's your favorite rapper? So Kamala Harris uh, responded and she said, the greatest rapper alive today is Tupac. No, I'm sorry, Kamala. No, 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 no. No, Tupac Shakur isn't alive, honey. He hasn't been alive in a long time. But let's cut her some slack. You know, maybe she's going through some post-traumatic stress. Like a lot of people really loved Tupac. So maybe she's just in denial. Your daddy is dead. <laughs> Maybe I am in denial. Unless, of course, 
He's alive. Unless, of course, he's alive. But can we just briefly acknowledge, just for one moment, the hilarity, the irony of Fox News trying to make it a big deal, trying to make this as an issue as if the average Fox News viewer, who's probably 70 years old, knows who the hell Tupac Shakur is. Two packs and a shaker. Oh, two packs of sugar. Sure, honey, come on in. You can borrow two packets of sugar. Make America sweet again. Let's make America sweet again. Like, come on. Let's not make this a bigger issue than it actually is, Fox News. Like, that's how, like, the Fox News scandals are, they have no problem with their president colluding with foreign countries to meddle in elections and to do all of these horrible, horrible things. He's, everybody who gets close to this president is is, is arrested and, and, and is, has criminal charges. None of that phases them. They'll defend the defend the defend. But, God forbid Barack Obama wear a tan suit or Kamala Harris say that Tupac Shakur is her favorite living rapper. And she probably just, I mean, honestly, she probably just confused the question. She probably thought they met who was your favorite rapper, you know, of all time. I mean, really, is this the stuff that you're going to get worked up over? Okay. Fox News has a headline today. This one really blew me out of the wow. In fact, not just today, but only four hours ago. And this is what the headline read. I want to read it word for word. It says, <laughs> this is just so, this is what the headline reads. reads Why the next healthcare fight will be all about the high price of healthcare. Casa Waza Isn't she lovely, everyone? Uh, I said, isn't she? I just wanted the Casa Waza What? The Casa Waza What? What do they think that the big healthcare issue has been for the last 12 years? Do they think that Obamacare was about meat choices available in hospital cafeterias or whether or not they should permit smoking in hospital rooms. I mean, like, where have these people been? Are they living under a rock? The last 12 years, they've spent complaining about legislation that is literally called the Affordable Care Act. And Fox News, only four hours ago, thinks it's setting some type of, like, novel parameter for the healthcare debate by saying, okay, now, now we're going to turn a corner with this whole healthcare debate and talk about these out-of-control prices. I need to not hit my hand whenever I do the show because I was listening to my show when I was walking Bo the other day. Look at my hair. It looks like I've just been F, but I haven't. Let me do my Meg Ryan messy locks. My Heather Locklear just getting pulled over on the PCH. Extremely drunk. I'll go back to reality. I had to do it. Do you know who I am? I was Amanda on Melrose Place and Sammy Joe. And now they like brought Dynasty back. And there's this like Latin gay guy playing my role. Why couldn't I have, they could have brought me back for it. I know this is inappropriate because you're giving me a breathalyzer right now, but do you have any like schnapps in your back seat? I'm Heather Locklear and I would really, 
I would just I want some schnapps. Do you have like a like a peach schnapp or a peppermint schnapp? I mean, it, it's very very sad to think that really her character drunk shaming Allison Parker on Melrose Place was really just projection. This probably calls for a celebration. Of course, you'll use any excuse to have a drink. What was it this morning? OJ, straight up. Screwdriver's more like it. Smell it on your breath. It's not even lunchtime and you're already into happy hour. <laughs> There's so much contempt in her voice. Yeah, so I just, I, I, I really don't understand where they're coming from. Okay, now we're going to do some, um, that's it for news. The news is just too depressing. The entire world is burning down. I doubt any of us will make it to 2021. So let's let's do something more upbeat. Let's do some Craigslistmas connections. I do not have theme music for this. I have to sing it myself. Normally, when I would do a more slickly produced show, I'd have layers to it and it would get Craigslist misconnection, misconnection on Craigslist, oh Craigslist misconnection. Oh, I need Shanae Wynise Cross here to harmonize with me. To start off and go, okay, one, two, one, two. We could have banter before we do it. You know, so, hey, Shanae, do, have you had a misconnection? Somebody that you've seen? And she would say, yeah, I've had several misconnections. I was just at the Family Dollar, and I saw a guy, and he was looking at me, and uh, Craigslist misconnection, a misconnection on Craigslist. So let me say that. One of the reasons why I stopped doing this segment, because I really enjoy it too, and I know it's a fan favorite, is because I was under the assumption that Craigslist didn't do personal ads anymore. And I don't think they have their traditional personal ads anymore. But when I typed in Craigslist Misconnections, it brought me to a Los Angeles page. They still have the misconnections. They still have it. Okay. Because there was stuff from today, like the stuff I'm reading is from today's Craigslist Misconnections. And of course, gay men have taken over the site and it's all about bottom seeking tops and, you know, stuff like that. It's, many of them are not genuine misconnections. So I had to dig. I was like mining for a diamond trying to find some authentic misconnections. I found three of them, though, that I would like to share with you. Okay, the headline, the subject line is always one of my favorite parts. So this is the first one that we're going to talk about, Okay. It's called, the subject line reads, I saw you earlier tonight at Food for Less on Sepulveda in Vermont. And the minute I saw a, a Food for Less misconnection, I knew it would be great. So, I am the gay man who made eye contact with you at Food for Less. <laughs> I'm a gay, I'm a bottom on a budget. Okay. <laughs> You were wearing gray sweats and a red t-shirt and you caught me looking at salad dressing and your crotch. <laughs> I was just checking out the Newman's home and your uncut cock and your VPL. Okay, um, going on. So uh, I got somewhat nervous and walked away to the next aisle only to see you coming towards me. This time you were touching yourself and you were hard. Oh my, this is all going on at Food for Less? Jesus Christ. You walked by and said, excuse me, as you rubbed your hand on my butt, I would love to meet someone like you for fun. Well, clearly you want to meet him, not just somebody like him. I was wearing black sweatpants and a camouflage shirt. Hit me up sometime. He was wearing a camo shirt. 
Maybe the guy didn't even see him if he was wearing camo at Food for Less. I mean, who's wearing a... I understand. I'm wearing camo shorts right now. I'll even show you. Got them at the J. Crew outlet. Where did you get it, Jerry? I got it at the Comfort Zone. But I, I draw the line at a camo shirt. I'm just going to say that. And especially if you're a Los Angeles gay, I, you just can't wear camo. You can't... You can't wear camo. And if you, well, okay, now I kind of understand it. Because if you're going to Food for Less as a Los Angeles gay, there's a lot of pressure to be at the, the most happening places. I'm the, you think I'm joking about this. No, there's a Ralph's grocery store that they've branded the Rock and Roll Ralph's. Okay, we have Club Starbucks, which is on Santa Monica Boulevard right next to um, the gay 24-hour fitness. I mean, everything's branded. You have to be at the right places, the right, can't just go anywhere. So maybe he was wearing camouflage so people legitimately wouldn't see him out of food for less. And then he would be class shamed as a result of it. This is this is the way this city works, okay? Um, I'm gonna move on to the next misconnection. Let me just take a sip of tea, even though I really have to pee pee right now. Mm. I love that tea. I'm going to take a Benadryl tonight, so it's okay if I get hopped up on caffeine right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. I forgot about this one. It's so good. The second, the second misconnection and the third misconnection are so good. Okay. The subject line of the second misconnection is I collect recycling. Okay. And let me tell you, I clicked on that expecting. I had high hopes when I clicked on it. And so what are you assuming when you hear that? I collect recycling. You're like, oh, is this? I don't know if other cities have this. But in Los Angeles, you get money when you recycle cans and plastic bottles and stuff. And so the transient population in Southern California, they go through and you see them in dumpsters and digging through. I mean, God, God bless them. I mean, I'm not making light of that situation but uh, because it's it's tragic right but um and so and anyway i'm just you know what explaining the joke it just kills it you know it's just a joy kill i'm, I'm like cock blocking my own humor okay so i'll just read the misconnection i'm always around victory boulevard between fallbrook and platt just about every evening i see you sometimes walking for exercise or just to enjoy the day outside pretty early in the morning during this pandemic you are a woman probably in her mid-30s and in shape from the exercise you probably know me as the guy that's always wearing the bright orange and green t-shirts we usually smile and wave to each other as you know my hand is in the trash collecting cans and bottles I wear gloves. I'm saving the recycling money for it. If you see this, please respond. We have never talked. Just waved and smiled. I mean, I just, you know when, you know when you're like at a dinner party and somebody's like, so, with couples, that's what couples do. They don't go to the bars. It's like, come over. We're going to have a, we're going to have a, um, a dinner party and then we're going to play bridge and we're going to, you know, we're just so excited. You know, when couples, because once the honeymoon is over, they're just dying to hang out with somebody else and they don't want to hang out with another man or a woman or, you know, somebody who could possibly interfere sexually in their relationship. So they're just dying to meet other couples. How did y'all meet? Well, Monty is a trash pirate, a garbage scavenger. And one day I was walking down the street and he was hips deep 
in a garbage dumpster. And I didn't think anything of it until I went on Craigslist Misconnections because I was looking just for some random cock. And I saw, oh my gosh, that's the guy. That's that's the guy with the green, with the bright orange and green shirt who I've never talked to, but I always see with his hands in the garbage. And and ever since then, we've we've been together and it's just been the best, most freeing relationship of my of my life, of my life. I thought, you know, the pandemic was hitting really hard and I thought nothing good was going to come around the corner and literally around the corner in the garbage was this guy just waiting for me. He was like, you know what? It was like that that trash dumpster was an oyster and he was the pearl and the oyster. And now I get pearl necklaces every night, if you know what I mean. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Okay, here's the third one. The third one is the shortest one, but it's... Uh, I rank it first place. If I had to rank order, if it were a speech competition, I would rank it first place. Okay. Sometimes brevity is the way to go. Brevity. Okay. The subject line <laughs> is... <laughs> My hand to go... I did not make this up. I, all three of these are legit misconnections. The subject line is... <laughs> it's just so fucking weird. It's just so fucking weird. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get through it. The subject line reads, Little Person Woman. <laughs> okay, Little Person Woman. And the, here's the message. Hello, I'm a 41-year-old male looking for a little person woman. <laughs> From 21 to 41 for fun. Let's chat. I'm looking for a little woman, a little person woman. Oh, hold on. Is he saying that he's looking for a female little person? Oh, I thought that the English was like the wording, the the syntax or whatever was just off. I think. I think what he's like, he has a fetish for little people. I've always heard it as little people, not little person. Okay. That's where I got a little confused at any rate. I mean, sure. If that floats your boat, I mean, everybody has their own, their own thing that they're attracted to. I mean, I wish that I, I wish that I honestly, I wish that my type wasn't so Abercrombie and Fitch model. Like I, predictably always find the most attract the most like um the one that is the most conventionally attractive is the one who i'm always attracted to so everybody else wants the person it would be nice if i i uh, had some type of fetish where i singled out people who um i don't know maybe other you know, there wasn't a line down the block to date that person. I'd have a lot. I wouldn't be going on six and a half years without getting poked if that were the case. Okay, so now some house cleaning. I have to pee. I'm just going to pee right into this tea, and then I'm going to mix it with the tea, and I'm going to urine therapy my way into 2021. That's what I'm going to do. That's the only way to beat the coronavirus is with urine therapy. There's an entire Facebook community about urine therapy. You can check it out yourself. Okay. So um, something that I talked about last week was Teddy Cougar Mellencamp. And I actually think her middle name is Joe, but uh, Teddy Joe Mellencamp. And she, uh, she was the one who is 
has the all-in exercise and nutrition program where people were like starving in her program and only able, only allowed to eat 500 calories a week, allegedly, or a day, allegedly. And um, she got fired from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She got fired primarily, I'm sure, because she was just completely boring. My friend Brett texted me, he was like, did you see Teddy got fired from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? And I was like, yeah, I mean, it was time it was tight. She's so boring. I felt like those other ladies were like, it was like a, a weekend at Bernie's moment where they're just carrying this corpse around with them. And the corpse is called Teddy Cougar Mellencamp. She just brought nothing to the show. So good riddance, Teddy. You don't seem like a bad person, but I, I just, you don't belong on a show like that. Like I belong on a reality show, okay? Like I make things interesting. I get a bee in my bonnet and I just go to places, okay? But you just are not that person. Okay, um, the next thing I wanted to talk about is this show that I'm into right now. I don't know if I talked about it in the last podcast, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it now, just in case. It is on HBO Max. It is a show from the BBC. It's a reality show and it's called The Great Pottery Throwdown. And what it is, is it's like the Great British Bake Off, but with making ceramics. And I highly recommend it. The casting is so interesting. They're not, they're not obsessed in the UK with a lot of the reality shows having a bunch of people in their 20s, right? It, there's so much age diversity in this show. And there's like one and a half hot guys. I say that because one guy is like legit hot and he's gay, by the way and a vet, and does ceramics, and has a great personality. I'm just, uh, believe me, I was throwing down my clay, if you know what I mean, when I saw him. And then another guy who has these, like, dreadlocks, and he's a white guy, and I'm like, ooh, he's like oh, this rich white guy because his parents have money. I'm like, take the dreadlocks out. That's cultural appropriation. I do. Reagan Feist does not approve, okay? But he was just, like, on the other side of attractive, too. He has a good personality, which makes him even hotter, which kind of speaks to my point. They cast people on these shows, unlike the United States, which will never do this. They'll always go for a cast of everybody is 20, has a hot body and looks really good, but has no personality personality and it's not fun to watch. All of these people are super interesting. They have such compelling personalities and it's not because they're fighting with one another or, or hitting one another below the belt, right? It's just they are inherently interesting people. And, and so I wish that, uh, check it out. And you learn a little bit about the history of potting and ceramics and it's just, it's great. I love it. I love it. I tore through the first season. I tore through it like it was Joan Crawford tearing out Christina's hair. Okay, uh, I have big plans today. Speaking of hair, I need to wash my hair, which I'm sure you can see. That's the first thing that I'm going to do when I end my show in just a moment. I, uh, As I said, I had to choose between bathing Bo or bathing myself, and I chose Bo. I had to, this has been a very big dog grooming week with me. I uh, had to cut Bo's nails a few days ago. And Bo is such a chill dog with everything except for getting his nails cut. And to give you an idea, he, the vet prescribed him this tranquilizer called Trazodone. And so I, there, he said, give him one Trazodone, wait a couple of hours, and then cut his nails. So I try to do that. He still flails around. He bites. I mean, it's really bad. He really 
really hates getting his nails cut. And um, so I had to buy this muzzle, this face mask muzzle that makes my French bulldog look like, what's that, Hannibal Lecter, okay? And like Hannibal Lecter, if he didn't have the face mask, he would bite me and eat me. And, uh, and so even with one trazodone, one tranquilizer wasn't enough. So I called the vet and the vet was like, well, then give him two. So I give him two and that seems to have done the trick. But I still, I get for weeks leading up to the nail cutting. I feel so much anxiety every time I think about it. And French bulldogs aren't like Labrador retrievers where a Labrador retriever, when they, when you walk a Labrador retriever, like I'd take Bo on a walk a mile every, every day. And a, a lab, their nails will grind down on the cement, but the way that a Frenchie's feet are, they don't get any of that action. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I just got a little worked up. Just got a little worked up with all of that. I do want to remind you to join the Fox in the City uh, Facebook group. I'll go there now, even though my computer's really slow. The way that you find it is you go to Facebook and then you would type in Fox in the City, the Foxhole. That's going to take too long to try to pull it up, but go there. And so oh, there's my friend Rachel and, uh, and we can converse more there and you can meet, there's some cute guys there too. I, we need more women in that group. I feel like we need, I, I don't know that I need to look and see if we have any female. I used to have a big female following on Fox in the city and now I don't know where they are. So we need the women, we need the women. And I'm gonna close today's show out with Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel on the Today Show in 1863, performing popular from Wicked. Okay. You hang with our right cohorts, you'll be good at sports. Starts a little, it's obviously a VHS recording. That's a modern twist of good versus evil. The Wicked Witch of the West took long before she melted. And she was just a young thing. And Glenda the Good Witch tried to help her unsuccessfully, incidentally, become popular. It's the plot to Wicked, a new Broadway show that's built as the prequel to The Wizard of Oz. It really tries to explain some of the Wicked Witch's issues and why she turned out the way she is. We're going to be treated to a live performance of Wicked tomorrow and today. She's clearly got some baggage. Yeah, she does. It's a case of the abuse excuse, perhaps. Anyway, it's Well, something wicked this way comes. It's the new Broadway musical about the witches of Oz. Oh wicked describes how the Wizard of Oz's witches knew each other and were actually friendly. Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel are the stars, and they're here with a number from Wicked. This one is called Popular, and we should say Popular in the Rain. Ladies? Elfie, now that we're friends, I've decided to make you my new project. Oh, you really don't have to do that. I know. That's what makes me so nice. <laughs> Whenever I see someone less fortunate than I, and let's face it, who isn't less fortunate than I, my tender heart tends to start to bleed. And when someone needs a makeover, I simply have to take over. I know, I know exactly what they need. Even in your case, 
Though it's the toughest case I've yet to face Don't worry, I'm determined to succeed Follow my lead And yes, indeed, you will be popular you're gonna be popular I'll teach you the proper poise When you talk to boys Little ways to flirt and flounce oh, I'll show you what shoes to wear How to fix that hair Everything that really counts To be popular I'll help you be popular You'll hang with the right cohorts You'll be good at sports Know the slang you've got to know So let's start Cause you've got an awfully long personality dialysis Now that I've chosen to become a policy teacher and advisor There's nobody wiser Not when it comes to popular I know about popular And with an assist for me To be who you'll be Instead of dreary who you were Well, are There's nothing that can stop you From becoming popular Lar <laughs> La, la Oh, forget ball gown. Ball gown. <clears throat> ball gown. She's so good. Is this thing on? <laughs> Do you want me to try? I got it. I got it. Oh, just wear the frock. It's pretty. <laughs> now for the finishing touch. Your disinterest, I know clandestinely. You're gonna grin and bear it, your newfound popularity. Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel. We'll talk to them in our next half hour. We'll be right back. I will see you all next week. Thank you for tuning in.